When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast. Recording this late on a Wednesday night after the Kings snap a three-game losing skid. They win on the home floor and Golden One Center was a rocket. It was electric because the Kings put an absolutely brutal beating mm. on the Indiana Pacers tonight, winning 137 to 114 on what? was an emotional night. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, returned to Sacramento for the first time. Domanis Sabonis playing his first game against his former team. And the Kings had lost three in a row. How are they going to respond? They responded in a monster way tonight. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. Mo, how are you? You already know. I'm emotionally drained. Are you beaming? I'm beaming. I am beaming. No, it just... It felt so it felt so good to have a response like that especially when this squad talked about how they got to protect home court like they backed up what they were saying and I just love that 20 games in now we are starting to see the identity of the Sacramento Kings. They are 11 and 9 on the season. That's what the box score says in front of me 137-114. Laura Third says that, but there's some confusion in the chat right now because they have not heard the magic words from Morgan Reagan. Arm the laser. Arm in the laser! Begin laser ignition! Fire the laser! <laughs> so worth it. It's, so worth it. Even your, your ears dripping out blood. Worth time. it? Appreciate Great. the chat for letting us know to make sure we do that. Gotcha. All right, Morgan. So let's talk about this one. Of course, uh, it started earlier today at shoot around. I had a chance to be at shoot around today. We talked to Sabonis. We talked to Halliburton. We talked to Heald. And you just got the feeling, even though some were trying to downplay it, like it was going to be an emotional night, right? Like Tyrese Halliburton wasn't here a long time, but he had a connection with the fan base. He was definitely hurt by the trade when it happened. And he's coming into tonight playing incredible basketball. His last three games headed into tonight, 40 assists, no turnovers, no player had ever done that in NBA history. Incredible. He had Buddy Heald returning to Sacramento for the first time. The franchise's all-time leader in three-point makes. Fastest player ever to uh, make a 1,000 threes. 
pretty incredible stuff. I was very curious to see what the ovation was going to be tonight, and I think it kind of went how I expected. Same. I thought Halliburton was going to get a lot of love, and I thought Buddy was going to get a mixed response. I think the biggest surprise to me about that was that Buddy was getting booed pretty much every time he touched the ball. I did not ex- anticipate that. No, but I think that's now going to be the tone of this crowd with former players that didn't want to be here. And mm-hmm. whether you agree with it or not, I love that he got the ovation in the beginning, right? Like the like when they announced his name. Who? Buddy, they got a few there, boos, there right? There were some boos in there. So there, was, there the, was a lot of boos There was a there. mixture of things, right? But then as the game went on, it was like, clearly booing the shit out of him anytime he had the ball in his hands. And I think it was even more so than when Marvin Bagley was here and had the ball in his hands. So um, I I loved the energy from the crowd, and I think it's more playful than it is out of, like, anger and hate. Yeah, and Buddy kind of fed into it later. He yeah. had a three and was kind of jawing a little well, bit. Well, he flipped crowd. off the crowd, too. Oh, yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, three, on. and then did, did this. The, the upside down Did bird. Did he really? Well, uh, my sources were sitting very close and said that that happened. Are you kidding? Yeah. It was right after I like I flipped off someone. Oh, now you boo him relentlessly forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it was one source. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would say this too with Buddy and, you know, some people go, how could you boo this guy? Or I don't get it, blah, blah, blah. I, I, you know why I get it? Because the Kings have lost for 16 straight years. And Buddy had some great moments. He had some game winners for this team. The one at Detroit. He had the one to start the season a couple years back in Denver. There were some great moments. But then there was also the end where he was jacking up three after three after three. And didn't seem like he cared too much. And I'm sorry, that type of stuff leaves a bitter taste in fans' mouths. So I understand how they feel. But I also say Buddy did some great things here. He's Mm -hmm. part of some fun moments as well. As far as Halliburton, not surprised. Like the guy is just beloved. And, you know, I think... You know, I, I we had a chance to catch up with him and talk to his parents today. And, like, they're just great people. They're, they're just Tyrese. Amazing. He's a guy to like because he's a great person. He's going to be a great player in the league. Yeah. No, and that's what makes me so excited when he is doing so well. And that he didn't do so well against the Sacramento Kings. Sure, I'm fine with that as well. But seeing him succeed in this league... I understand how that could be traumatizing for some Kings fans being like, did they do the right thing? And all those things are going to be triggered as time goes by. Yes, understandable. (laughs) But at the same time, Deuce, you know, it's hard to find some really good humans. And the fact that him and his entire family are such good humans, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. And as far as the trade goes, so many people, who won the trade? Who did this? Like, can we even say right now? Like, Three years from now, if Tyrese Halliburton is a multi-time All-Star and the Pacers are winning 50-plus games a year and playing playoff games and the Kings are not mm-hmm. and they're battling for a playing spot, we're going to know who won the trade. But mm-hmm. at this point, we don't know what's going to happen down the road, whether moves could be made by both teams in the future. You just don't know what it looks like. Here's what you do know. The Pacers have a very bright future with oh. him, with Matherin. It's just a that backcourt could be very special in the next few years, there's no doubt about it. And Tyrese is playing at an all-star level right now, putting up incredible numbers. He did not have a good game tonight, but he's been really good. And for the Kings, look, after 20 games, they are 11-9. and nine. And mm-hmm. even if you were someone who felt confident that the Kings would be better this year, I'm not sure how many people thought after 20 games they would be 11-9 and nine with some new players 
and a new coaching staff. No, no. I, I, and if you had those high expectations, good for you. You have really high standards, no matter what the hell you've seen over the years. But for me, remember, and I know we talk about this, how a lot of people get to define a team after 20 games in the season. You really get to see what a team is made of. For the Sacramento Kings, for years, there was never an identity after 20 games. There was never a definition, an explanation of what they could be. There was fluke losses, fluke wins, um, some consistency at times, and some really bad times. That's what it was. Right now, what you're seeing, even from the start of the season when they were 0-4, you saw a good product on that damn basketball court. And damn it, Deuce, we're seeing that 20 games through right now in the response after losing three mm. straight. Mm. You guys. Oh, preach, Morgan. Ah, it just feels so damn good right now. Uh, shout out to a couple of people who donated. We had a $10 donation come in. We also had two bucks uh, from Benji who says, Watching from Indianapolis, but I'm a Kings fan. Wow. Also, Charles donated five bucks and says, Morgan, believe your source. My dad saw the same thing on TV when it came to Buddy Heel dropping the Wow. Okay. So it was a thing. Appreciate yeah, I that. Got a middle finger for you, buddy. No, no. Also in the chat, I was told by Adam, um, come on, Deuce. Stop talking about Halliburton. This is a Kings postgame show. What? No. 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 Remember. <laughs> Who cares? Of course, we're going to talk about him tonight. You don't need to be petty. Back. I also shout out to Kenneth who donated 50 memberships on YouTube. Shout out to everyone here. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Let's get that to 500. Make sure you're subscribed as our chase to 10,000 subs continues. So we talked about those guys. Let's talk about the other piece. Demonis Sabonis mm. playing against his former team for the first time. It'll be more emotional for him, in my opinion, when he goes back. I always think it's harder for the team that's going back to the place they played. He's taking on a team where there's not many guys left from that roster. I think there's sure. only four players left from when he was there. They've had a dramatic changeover. So there's definitely some, and he went and had dinner with some of those guys uh, the night before. What I loved about tonight, Morgan, you talk about the response from the, the Kings. They lost three in a row. Sabonis came out aggressive. He was asked about it by James Ham. Uh, during shoot around today like hey do you feel like you need to be a little more aggressive looking for yours and he said yes i'm trying to adjust to this offense i'm more of a facilitator in this offense but i do need to find mine tonight sabonis came out and was like i'm going for it. that one end to end push where he took it coast to coast right on miles turner for the finish he bodied him a couple of times and finished it was a big time effort by Sabonis to set the tone early. Like, hey, I know we lost three in a row, but we're at home and we have to establish a home court identity. We have to continue rolling at home. We just snapped a six game winning streak at home the other night. It's not happening tonight. Sabonis came out and was outstanding from the get. Yeah, I mean, just fantastic. Just shy again of another triple double. You're seeing that on so many nights where whatever category it is, it's just a few assists short, a few rebounds short, a few points short, whatever it is. Tonight, 11, 10, and seven assists for the big fella. And you see in those seven assists, the way that he just makes his teammates better, but still remaining aggressive, throwing it down. I just love the way that he's capable of pushing it out and being that guy, whether it's just taking the board out, doing the bust out, running the motion offense off of him. It's, it's so delightful oh. that it can be done in so many different ways because teams are still 
still early on in the season are not catching on to how to stop them every possession down because it's very unpredictable what they're doing. Yeah, and it really helps when you've got weapons surrounding him, right? Right. And Anthony Slater with the Athletic has talked about that. He's kind of using Sabonis in that Draymond Green role. And you know how many times you see with the Warriors, Draymond will get the ball and go. But with Sabonis, there's just so much off of that. He is not only a great passer, but hey, he's gonna he can go ahead and attack you a little bit. He could play a little bully ball with you. He can do a little more offensively than what Draymond can do. So that was just what his impact tonight was outstanding from the star. I do want to mention one thing before you jump in there. Yeah. Just to rewind, I was looking back at my notes. 11-13 mark of the first quarter. Mike Brown had called timeout after a couple of defensive breakdowns. It was 5-1 early. I was a little concerned by the star. I'm like, uh-huh. what is happening? You, you guys got to come out a little desperate. But after that moment, after that timeout, the 11-13 mark, the Kings locked down defensively. I thought the Kings played some of their best defense of the year tonight. Uh, against the Pacers they were really locked in they were focused they were paying attention to details whether that was just hands up in the passing lanes the way that they wanted to stop the main facilitator and Tyrese Halliburton something we had talked about hey you saw how Davion Mitchell was on Devin Booker the other night who had another 50 point night uh tonight by the way but you saw the way that he was disrupting his game trying to make his life a little bit harder it was different when you're going up against someone like Tyrese Halliburton who is just a magical playmaker but if you can really screw with his handle because he obviously doesn't have the same handles as someone like a Devin Booker you're going to screw up a lot of their offense and that was being done at times just fantastic uh Sabonis really quick too just the other thing I want to mention was that Mike Brown challenge that was called when he stayed vertical up against Tyrese Halliburton I believe and they were going to send Tyrese to the line and they challenged it successful challenge fantastic job again by Sabonis the way that he just remained vertical didn't come down on him didn't get him with his body just stayed straight up great defense right there I think the one area where Sabonis has surprised me most is how good he has been defensively and people you know when you look at bigs it's always the first thing you look at is but how many shots do they block a game there's more to it especially in today's game and you know I was eager to see how the Kings pick and roll coverage is going to be at times. And I think it continues to get better. And when you've got Sabonis having to come up, it's like, oh no, what's going to happen? But they're so aggressive with that hedge coming out. And Sabonis does a great job staying big. Like he gets his arms out to disrupt things. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that they were going to be able to play Sabonis like that long-term this season. I thought that was going to be an issue, but he moves better than you think. He's big. And he gets back and recovers. You're so right. It's the, the fact that they don't have to just go, hey, we got to get in drop coverage every time. It's He's hedging. Yes. He's stunting the guard in the way that he is being aggressive and active, even with his feet, hands, feet, everything, Deuce. It's, it's because, I mean, I it, think it's really an effort thing. You know, it's obviously high IQ player understanding what he needs to do to accomplish that in that position. But I believe like he's just determined to get that down. So because he understands that these guards in these in this league, you got to do everything perfect against them. So would it be amazing if he could block like three shots a game? Yeah, obviously. But he does enough good defensively that I think he's helping the Kings this year in that regard. It's not perfect all the times all the time, but I think he does a great job there. And he also is a elite defensive rebounder so yep. you couple that you go he's been a plus in that area yeah. like do the kings still need help with rim protection yeah absolutely but i i i think we talk so much about sabonis's offense 
I just think his impact in general is felt from a communication standpoint because the he's anchor always, baby. He's always talking. He's always communicating. You know, I'm watching the game against Atlanta. Uh, you know, a couple of days ago when we were about to do TV and just getting guys in the right spot, telling Monk, hey, get to that dunker spot, cut off Capella there, force yep. Capella, no tough pass. And what do you know, Sabonis is jumping up to deflect it while also going out to close out on the shooter, DeJounte Murray. He does a great job with effort plays in that regard, yes. which is huge. And then offensively, even on a night where he's quiet scoring, and I mean, it's kind of misleading. He only played 23 minutes tonight. He had 11 points. He had 10 rebounds and seven assists in 23 minutes on five of nine. Even when he doesn't have the ball, just watch him. Sometimes I will say, ignore the ball, and I'm just going to watch Sabonis move and point around and get guys, hey, cut there. He's constantly talking, and I think what he does for this team can't be understated. No. and, and it, Overstated. Uh, I always do yeah, that. Yeah, you do always yeah, do that. Yeah, overstated. Yeah. There we go. Turnover. Turnover. Another, yeah. another turnover deuce. Um, you're you're absolutely right. The the communication from especially a big someone who's in the middle and sees a lot of it on the defensive end, but then on the offensive end, a big that has incredible vision and can make uh, some of the best passes, but understands too where people should be on the floor and can lead in that is just such a positive thing for this squad going forward. Now, I do worry about at times like what's their identity without him? You know, it's a long season, yeah, health yeah. and and tired legs and all these different things can happen. But you've seen the Kings and just like tonight when they go to their second unit, guys know what to do. There was a time there's a lineup late in the game deuce and I know you're probably going to get to this when it was Davion, De'Aaron, maybe Monk, HB and Metu. I think it was, I, it, maybe it was TD instead of Monk. But either way, it was that smaller lineup after Sabonis picked up his fourth. And they just pushed, push, push, kept the pace going, stayed with their game, did not hold the ball on the offensive end. It was great. Yeah, I think tonight, too, the next guy, you, you bring up the bench. And there's so many layers to this game. We're going to try to hit it all tonight. But the next guy I'm going to give a lot of love to is one I've been critical about with. is It's Chemezi Metsu. I thought his energy tonight was fantastic. What I want from him in this role is be in that dunker spot, be able to catch some lobs, which he did, just incredible. He rebounded well tonight. He contested well early tonight. He came in in some much-needed minutes when Sabonis was in foul trouble, and the Kings did not fall apart. And that was crucial to me. I'm looking at his final numbers. He ended up playing 17 minutes. He had eight points, eight rebounds, including three offensive rebounds, four of seven shooting. He only had two fouls. That is productivity from your backup. He got two. that block on there as well. He did have a block yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. So, no, it's 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 nice that um, he's capable of playing above the rim when it, and, and being that lob threat on this team, especially when they do need it. And there's times where I can hate the way that he plays when it's undisciplined, right? And he's taking that three at the top or he's not in position to rotate over and help. He still has those moments and that's fine. He's not going to be perfect, but you can tell that he's getting better, that he's wanting, he's eager to learn and to understand more about the game from Mike Brown and the coaching staff. So yeah, I love that he was able to step in tonight. Yeah. I, I also got to give love to the crowd. I said, no, I said this before we started the podcast tonight. The energy is back in Sacramento. Yes, it is. And it's the most energy I have ever felt 
in that building at Golden One Center. I mean, you're... Takes me on an emotional ride, man. You're, I mean, the first standing ovation, I, I, I noted. It was 26-16, 244 to go in the first you quarter. You noted the yeah, standing because ovation? I, that stuff matters to me. The players feed off of that. The players are it's embracing true. it. They're trying to get guys, you know, the, the fans more into it. I, I thought that was great tonight. Um, What about when two free throws were missed by the Indiana Pacers and everyone got a free cookie? Yes, that was great. The crowd was amazing, but they but it wasn't only because of the free cookie. They continued that energy going. And then later in the game, when Terrence Davis was getting some steals, some dunks, I mean, every single throwdown by the Sacramento Kings or anything in transition that was done, you had people just on their feet, excited oh, and stoked. More. I'm going to play some G-Man highlights oh. for you in a oh. bit because there were some fun ones tonight. So we'll soak it all oh. up, Morgan. The next guy we got to give love to, and it's really Fox too because we'll get to him, but... Davion Mitchell, I, I know you did a video breakdown for NBC Sports on the website today and talking about dealing with Halliburton. Halliburton's been on a roll this year. He's been playing at all-star level. Scary. Elite in the pick and roll, can shoot it. Taking care of the basketball. Oh, it's disgusting. Yes. Davion Mitchell was all over him. De'Aaron Fox did a great job on him. Yep. They made his life Really, really difficult tonight and limited his impact. He was still able to have 10 assists in the game, but when you hold Halliburton to 4 of 13, 1 of 6 from 3, he finished with 9 points. It was a great effort. And Davion's defense, the last, really, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to put a random number on it, so I want Shane to say, it's just been great. He's yeah. just been into it. Even if he's not scoring, that guy is getting after it. He was doing it to Devin Booker the other night. And he did his best to deal with him. And then Tyrese Halliburton tonight, amazing work. Would you yell at Davion before the game? I do. Okay, so before the game, <laughs> Davion just got yes. done warming up. He's about to put his headphones on. I said, Davion, going to need an off night tonight. I love, and he, and what'd he, smi say? he smiled at you. And he said, yeah. He's like, yeah. And he smiled at so, you. I just, are, are, I you just... doing, are you doing what you should be doing right now and give me a little credit for No. Zero that's coaching. What, stop. That's, that's coaching. That's not coaching. It's called like, that's like a little fan being like, that's not off a fan. night. No, 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 no. That's, Be off night that's tonight. A, that's a basketball mind just dropping some, hey, motivating a little bit. You got to inspire. Sometimes you, Whoa, sometimes the players. The way your brain works sometimes when you talk about yourself. You know what? If you want to get to the give bizarre. credit portion of the podcast, we can do that. Because last night, Chad, when people are doom and gloom, and I said, oh no, the Kings are beating the Pacers. And I said, that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. The last time I said that was when they played the Warriors. They won that game. They won that game. When I know, I know. What I tell you walking up today at the arena today, what I say? Kings by how much? 15. 15 plus. And then he said it to Jason Ross, and he was like, yeah. Kings by 40. And he was joking, and then it really started taking away. Um, congratulations, Deuce. You truly are the reason why the Kings won tonight and why Davion Mitchell and his defense was just so fantastic. And you're it what's so great about that too, though, the way that Tyrese Halliburton has been playing for yeah. this Pacer squad is on another level. So that was the person that you had to focus on, that you had to stop the most most. We also know what Ben Matherin can do, but healed, spot up shooter, but could also take it to the basket at times, was getting some line drives that were um, kind of pissing me off, but but for Tyrese Halliburton, <coughs> slow him down in every way possible. That happened with the Sacramento Kings, and I think Tyrese too. We knew this before the game. Well, everyone knows he's 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 an emotional being. 
because he cares about so many things and he's still younger in this league and when so many people were coming up before the game that was one thing that I was not going to do I was not going to go up to him before the game because I just think sometimes I'm like that's their time to get ready for work like you don't want to mess with that I ended up seeing him after the game but but before the game I was like he's talking to a lot of people because so many people were bombarding him with hellos, hellos, hellos. And I just could feel the emotions and was like, okay, I hope he's ready. The next guy we got to talk about, we mentioned Davion, Harrison Barnes too. Harrison Barnes led the team in scoring tonight with 22 points. Six of nine shooting, nine of 10 from three. And when the Kings were playing some of their best basketball winning seven straight, he was a key piece to that. He came out aggressive tonight, yeah. too. And he had some beautiful takes. He had one of Miles Turner, the up and under oh reverse. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stop, stop it, HB. Yeah. And HB was looking down at the bench and like his own bench going, yeah, you see that? I may be the old man on the team, but you just see what I just did? I just went at the shot blocker, the guy who's second in blocks per game? Dude, it mm. was sexy as hell. And he had some moments like that. And he's had some of those moments this season, right, where he's just so explosive. But it's really his way of controlling his body and staying crafty with it below the basket to understand how to finish on some of these shot blockers. Um, bodying through guys, getting to the free throw line, another great free throw night for him, nine for 10 from the free throw line after a shitty start to this season on the free throws. It's, I love seeing these games from Harrison Barnes and I feel like too, just to remind people, whenever we see a slower game from Harrison and the Kings lose, it's not all of his fault. Yeah, yeah. But they definitely could use him scoring in double digits sure. and being efficient, attacking. He was really good tonight uh, for the Kings. We're going to get to some of the highlights in a second. I do want to also acknowledge De'Aaron Fox. I thought Fox out of the gate looked... He looks banged up right now. And I think a lot of people are speculating about it. He, at practice yesterday, he was limited. So he's probably getting some treatment. He was not on the injury report today. So I, I don't know what's going on, but I could tell you he doesn't look all the way right. He did not take his first shot until the second quarter of this game at the 10-16 mark. It was a tough three over Turner that he missed, but then all of a sudden he got it going. Like, I mean, he finished strong. So he had eight points in the second quarter on the night. Whatever he's dealing with, he powered through 19 points, 7 of 11 shooting. Uh, he was four of five from the free throw line. He also had six assists, five rebounds. He had three turnovers in the Kings' uh, win tonight. He played 27 minutes. We'll, we'll, are you noticing the same thing? Does he look a little different? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. There, there's compared to how this season started to ever since he got a little banged up. Um, you notice it mostly in how explosive he is. Yeah, but then. What's great is because he's taken a leap in his game, he's still capable of getting to his spot and creating something off that. And his game doesn't just rely on him being explosive and going downhill and getting to the rack. It's still a lot of his game. So it is sometimes worrisome when you do see that taken away from him because of possible um, health issues. And you saw even later on when he got beat up, there was like a knee into his thigh or something mm -hmm. else. One of my favorite things tonight, probably not for everybody, but mine was when he had that really nice layup, the official called an offensive foul, some lame official, uh, lame offensive foul. He's just carrying the ball. Like his, 
De'Aaron angry is one of my favorite things because it's just like, it's so subtle and it's just so like, nope, it's I'm probably just carrying it all the way the court. It's probably because people like Ben Matherin, Benedict Matherin, who's super talented, a rookie in the NBA, shot 10 free throws tonight. And De'Aaron Fox shot five. Just to be a teammate? Yeah. <laughs> you got something on your lip and it's distracting. Thanks. Yeah. Gross. Um, Yeah, that could be frustrating. Anyway, I, I did want to... One more thing before I get to one of my favorite moments of the night. I got my highlight okay, of what? the night. With Fox, really got to monitor this because I know he only missed that one game with the knee bruise. I don't know what the hell's going on. He's just, you're, like we just said, he doesn't look, he looks like he doesn't have that same Step pop. slow, yeah. And I don't think he's hurting the Kings. But like tonight, I didn't think he hurt the Kings out there. But I was worried when he first came out. Yeah. They don't play until Saturday. They play Saturday at one o'clock. I, I just, LA. You, you don't, you, I, I understand you want to fight through things because you want to be out there, but you don't want to fight through things so much that then the injury is lingering. And that, because this is a long year and I'd rather Fox deal with things now than miss extended time down the road. So especially if they're fighting for yeah certain right. standings. And yeah. I get it. He wants to play it. And, you know, so many people are like, oh, he should just sit. What the hell? Why did the Kings sit him? Dude, some of these guys want to play through things. And I, I don't know that he's hurt, but he's nicked up. And, you know, you, you look at the this weekend coming up here. The Kings play at one, as I mentioned, on the road against the Clippers. And then back home the next day, 3 p.m. tip off against the Bulls. So a back-to-back. I don't know. What, just got to be careful with it. What game would you rather have him take off? I, don't, I mean, it's a... Hopefully, the next couple of days, you can get some treatment and feel good. But I'm just saying, monitor the situation. Be honest with yourself. This is a long year. You don't want to play through things and then it lead to something worse. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely with you on that, especially because the back-to-backs coming up. And um, on their last two back-to-backs, the Kings have lost and they shot their worst shooting percentage in both of those games, right? Just fatigue, tired legs, yeah. all those things come into play. And yeah, you want to make sure that. And it may not be anything. Sure. He was really good tonight. He ends up having a good night. My favorite play of the game. One of my favorite. What? It's hard to say the favorite because I'll have some highlights for you. Okay. Before I get to my favorite play, how about the first quarter? When KZ blocked Halliburton and then oh. healed hit the three, here's how it sounded from the G-man, Gary Gerald. Halliburton again breaks down the defense, but he's blocked by Akala. Grabbed by Davion Mitchell. Cross-court feed to Monk. Shovels to Herter. Steps into the three. The drought's over. After two games of un- inability to knock down a three-pointer, Kevin Herter makes it 24-16 Sacramento. And the Pacers throw another one away. You, you set that up with, and healed made the three. And that's what? why I was like, yeah. And I was like, what is he talking about? KZ? Did I say heel? Yeah. KZ blocked the shot. And then and you're Herter like, heel made, made the three. And I was like, I was like, Dude, wait, I call why Buddy, would you? I call Kevin Herter Buddy Heel. Oh, embarrassing. They both have H last names. So like, no, it's okay. Hey, second turnover of the night. You know, I just really would appreciate if you would um, take care of the ball, the podcast. Let's pretend like that didn't happen. Okay. Now to get to my favorite moment of the night. Yeah, yeah. Third quarter. Mm. Fox is feeling it a little bit. Okay. Fox has the ball. Yeah. Who's defending him? Who? Tyrese Halliburton. Oh. Metsu comes over, comes over to set a screen. You know what Fox does? Waves him off. Fox goes dancing. He goes, I'm going to hit a little step back. Here comes De'Aaron Fox now in transition off the miss. Stops at the top of the circle. 
Gives to Herter on the left wing. Bounce pass comes to Metu. Back to the basket. Two-point range. Now to hands to Terrence Davis. Back to Fox on the right wing. Shot clock at five. Halliburton, the defender against De'Aaron. Digs to the paint. Shakes, spins, fall away. Score it! What a nice shot that was by De'Aaron Fox. We were wondering if he was okay early in the game. He looked like the real deal right there. And then right after that, Shit got wild. Buddy Heald drives, reaches with the left hand. Rejected by Terrence Davis. Davis on the run, feeds it ahead to Malik Monk. Circles from two-point range, out on the wing, back into the paint, kicks to the corner. Davis eludes the defender, launches for three. He's got the triple. What a sequence there, and Kings fans are on their feet as the lead is back up to 19 at 94-75. Here's a steal by Davis. Nothing but freeway ahead. Bounce pass to Herter for the two-hand flush. Timeout, Indiana. The Kings have blown it back open to lead by 21, 96-75. And this sellout crowd is electrified. Gee, man. Yeah. Was that um, Rick Carlisle's last timeout right there? It might have been. Yeah. Rick Carlisle had no timeouts after the third quarter. Oh, man. He had no timeouts. The Kings in that third quarter, it was outrageous because they allowed a lot of points in that third quarter. I believe Indiana scored 35, but Sacramento had 44 points, 73% shooting from the field, and Indiana ended the quarter with no timeouts. Yeah. I, I remember hearing the PA announcer, Scott Moak, say, Indiana Pacers final timeout. And I was like, <laughs> that can't be right. Yeah, yes. Um, a couple uh, of other awesome moments in this game. Uh, you had the Davis jam in transition, and mm. then they stole the inbound. And here's a backcourt steal by Malik Monk. Malik sets up the alley oop. Hammer time again, but this time it's one of the smalls. It's Terrence Davis dropping the bomb on the Pacers. Kings fans out of their seat for how many times tonight? 126-94. And then it was capped off with Davion Mitchell. Chase down block! Picks up the dribble and feeds the pass. Whoa, it's stolen whoa, by T.J. McConnell. And a chase down block by Davion Mitchell. It's going to be Sacramento ball. The pass was stolen cleanly by T.J. McConnell. He's not the fastest to foot. But what a chase down effort on the part of Davion Mitchell. And the Kings get it back. <laughs> the laugh at the end by G-Man. There were so many highlights in this game. So many amazing moments yeah. in this game. And it was such a balanced effort. I thought everyone was engaged. Malik Monk came in and brought another life to the, the game. Just he like had he 20 points. Six of nine shooting for him. He had six assists. I thought Terrence Davis had, you know, Davis had some brain farts. He had one where he threw the ball, I think, to like Slamson in row seven. Yeah, yeah. But he also provided a nice spark out there for he the Kings. He did. And I mean, you just played some of those highlights when a lot of that spark came into play. And it was just like the dagger. Like they were done. Pacers were done for the night on some of those plays. The energy brought. Every guy ended up getting in the game. Um, Alex Len even getting those five minutes. Rashawn Holmes taking that three from uh, Alex Len down in the post. He <laughs> passes it out to Holmes. And I'm I'm glad, you know, like obviously sometimes it's, oh, it's just garbage minutes. But these guys work so hard in practice as well. And they're a part of the squad. So I'm just glad that um, they get rewarded with even just the little bit of time. Uh, 
couple of things we should mention. Stats-wise, Harrison Barnes with 22 points. I mentioned that. You had Sabonis near a triple-double, tracking one at one point, 11 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. De'Aaron Fox, 19 points, 7 of 11 shooting. We mentioned Monk with 20. Jemezi Metsu had 8, 15 for Terrence Davis. The King shot 50% in this game. After a really slow start kind of shooting, too, they were red hot because of that big third quarter. They end up knocking down 16 of 43 from 3, 25 of 29 from the free throw line. They out-rebounded the Pacers 58-47, and they tied a season high in fast break points with 31. I thought the pace was really good tonight. It's amazing what happens when you get stops. This team has been great pushing in transition, and all the time we think it's, hey, it's Fox pushing in transition, but like we talked about at the start of the podcast, Sabonis, it doesn't matter. He'll push the pace too, and he got things going for Sacramento. You know, and I was talking to Damien during the game, and at one point when the Kings had around 23s or whatever it was, he was like, yeah, that's all they pretty much had in that last game against the Suns. And you saw this game, just so many more attempts, attempting 43 threes tonight, just how Mike Brown has said since the beginning of the season he wants to see at least 43s per game. But on top of that, still playing their game, getting those paint touches, being aggressive, passing the ball around. When you see them just locked in and playing their game, that is their identity. Their their team basketball is so fantastic. It's like, you know, so many years, there's been so many years where people say the San Antonio Spurs play boring basketball or, you know, with the, with the Warriors, it was like they played really good team basketball, but they had such elite star players. And with the Sacramento Kings, what I see from just their style of basketball, it's just a lot of that team basketball, but it's exciting. So it's not boring. They don't have the elite players, but it's just exciting team basketball being executed. It was a fun one. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, they held Indiana the 40% shooting. The Pacers were just 12 of 37 from three. Um, they had 16 turnovers in the game. Kings actually had 18 in this game, so another high turnover game, but they, they were really outstanding. Um, we mentioned Halliburton. He had nine points, 10 assists on four, 13, one of six from three. Buddy Heald in his return had 17 points on six of 13, Three of eight, and according to Morgan, a couple of middle fingers for the crowd. Hey, wait, how many turnovers did Tyrese end up with? Uh, he had two. He ended up with two turnovers. Okay, so after going turnover lists in three games, he ended up in t- with two this game, which I was hoping for. I was hoping that the Kings could force some turnovers out of him. You know, I, I made a joke to him that he was a robot, a basketball yeah. robot. Like, how do you play three games, 40 assists, no turnovers? You're just playing some perfect basketball. So I said, oh, you're not really a robot. Well, a little different when uh, Davion Mitchell's guarding you and not Terrence Mann, who didn't guard him at all oh with the Clippers God. the other day and then taking on the Lakers. Yeah. You know what Buddy Heald can do with that middle finger? I'll, I'll, I'll take a look Why at it for him. Why are you so butthurt about no, the No, I'm just going to take oh, okay. Take that middle finger. Hey, give me a towel. Give me a towel. I'm going to shine it up real nice. Real nice. I'm going to turn it sideways and stick it straight up his candy ass, Morgan. (laughs) He doesn't even flip it. He got got booed. Oh, little buddy, he got booed. And so he's going to flip off the crowd? Get out. There's children in the crowd. You want to the crowd? Make a shot. Don't get blown out. I mean, come on. I, I don't care. Um, I, I expect okay. nothing more from yeah, him right, anyway, fine, you know? Fine, it's fine, Buddy Heald. Like, that's why some people are like, why were they bu- booing Buddy Heald? 
I loved it because I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was like mean spirited booing. I just thought it was like kind of hilarious after a while. Um, oh, a couple things we got to say about the rookies. Benedict Matherin. He ends up with 22 points. Um, he got every whistle possible, but uh, he's super aggressive. 10 of 11 from the free throw line. He was 6 of 17 shooting 0 of 4 from 3, but still finished with 22 points. Uh, I liked him pre-draft. I like him now. He plays with an edge. He's aggressive. It was good to see. Mike Brown talked about him pregame. Um, someone was asking about him being a possible six-man of the of the year candidate, um, especially as a rookie, which is pretty incredible. But asked about what makes him so good, and he just said his confidence, just the mm. way that he carries him out, carries himself out there. His confidence is just like a a veteran NBA player. And it's so true. I, he was talking shit about LeBron James being better than LeBron James or something before the season even started. <laughs> yeah, I love so, it. Yeah. Um, I was excited to see him in person tonight and he's good. Keegan Murray. I thought got off to a good start, not a great finish for him. I and I, I was, I thought it was interesting that Brown left him in there late in the game. And I was cool with it. It's like, Hey, you know what? Maybe, Late in the game, he could knock down some shots and get his confidence up. And then he started missing everything. Yeah. Um, I, I liked his energy tonight. He had some a really nice dunk from Sabonis. He knocked down a three early. Keegan finished the night uh, playing 26 minutes. He had 14.6 rebounds on four of 12, four of four from the line, two of nine from three. What did you see from him tonight? Much better basketball being played from him. Um, not only do I think it's because his shot went in like he's talked about that yeah my confidence doesn't waver and it's not like you can tell in his body language if it is his confidence or not um but he seemed a little bit more aggressive like we saw the start of last game as well so i think he's finding more and more of his groove and maybe he's just feeling more and more confident as a player that is going through all the things that he's been going through to start this season yeah i I'm less concerned about the shot dropping. I think it's going to drop. I was more concerned with that stretch where it looked like he lost confidence and he wasn't being aggressive. I feel like that is back now. Yeah. And he'll be fine. Yep. And I think we just have to understand, like, and I, I think, I don't know. It's funny because I wonder if, like, him getting off to such a great start was, like, the worst thing possible if he's going to go through it like this, right? Because it got expectations heightened from... A lot of people, right? Yeah. We were really excited about it. I'm still excited for him. But I think th there has to be perspective. Like, this guy's a rookie, and he's going through it now. And he's got to fight through different things. He's going to be fine because he puts in the work. He's got a good attitude. And I think I've seen enough to know he's going to get out of it. I'm I, right there I, with I you. I do think we expect too much from rookies in general in the league because there's some rookies who can come in and play right away, but not everyone is like that. You know, someone like Matherin who's averaging, you know, 20 points a game, but his role is completely different than what Keegan's is at this point. Yeah, so, I, I'm with you on that. And I think that's exactly, I think he's, he's the type of player that you just need to have some patience with. But what's great about saying that, it's not like, it's not like we're looking at his game going, Oh, can he be better at this? Is he ever going to change this? It's he's he's a student of the game. Yeah. He wants to get better. He has a competitive nature that everyone that knows him talks about that's just on another level. So, yeah. He's let's, good. Speaking of Keegan Murray, let's hear what he had to say uh, after the game. He said that the Kings were excited to play the Pacers. Yeah, uh, was, I mean, 
we're just all excited to play this game. Um, we knew that it'd probably be a good turnout um, fan-wise, and um, obviously there's a lot of anticipation, but we knew that we're all excited for the game. We just wanted to, wanted to get this win under our belt for sure. When do I debut my Keegan Murray, Morgan, I've been working on? No. I was kind of working on it before the game. No. Well, you know, okay, I'm not. Now yeah, you're making no. me gun shy. You're making, yeah. Why are you making me gun shy? No, no. <laughs> why are you being weird? Anyway, uh, he was also uh, asked after the game about 50 Cent. So 50 Cent was at the game today, and he was at shoot-around this morning and talked to the team um, after shoot-around. NBA career now. What do you feel like you've learned the most and what area have you progressed in throughout the course of those games? Yeah, I know that every game is not going to be the same. Um, at the end of the day, I just want to win. Um, so I don't care if I um, have zero points or have 20 points as long as we win the games. And that's all that matters to me. Uh, so I just try and do all the little things that I can to try and help us win. Keegan, what were you hearing from your brother about his 30-20 game? Yeah, uh, that was – uh, that was that was something, um, but I mean he had 20 rebounds. My career high is 21 rebounds, and he had 31 points. My career high is 37 points. So oh, he he hasn't he hasn't quite reached me yet. Huh. Ooh, okay, Keegan. Today at uh, shoot around, it looked like uh, 50 came over and said something to you. Okay, oh, well, well, well I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did, he, did Ham just say 50? What is he supposed to say? You just say 50 cent. Ham say like a little 50. He didn't say fitty. He said he 50. He said 50. You don't. She, James Ham can't say 50. I disagree with that. James Ham is younger than ever and is allowed to say 50. James Ham might be 50. Hey, you lay off him. Can we all admit? Let me just look at the chat for a second. Are you kidding me right Let's now? Let's see if you the chat agrees. Stopped? Was that a kind of cringe that he said 50 like that? Oh, my God. Let's, yeah. What? You're no. Deuce, you're hey, a bully. What? You're an ageist. And you do the same thing to me when I said lit, when I said dope, and it's wrong. I don't like what do you what what is this? Why? <laughs> Why? 50 came up and said hi. Stop it. What why? Why can't people <laughs> say what they want? Wear what they want. Like, don't no. No. All right, all right, all right. I'm not gonna lie. You're projecting your uh, insecurities, maybe. Laugh. All right, let's go back to uh Keegan Murray, James Ham, fire away. Like uh fifty came over and said something to you. Did you have a good time with that? Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Um, he was just kind of giving me stuff about not showing ex expressions when I make shots. So, um, no, he's he's a good dude, lighting the mood a lot um, leading up to the game. So it was, it was cool to have him there tonight. Very cool. I love to hear it. Morgan was asking me before the game, she goes, do you think all the players know who 50 Cent is? I'm like, yeah, I think they do. Well, because what was your example? You're like, do I, I know who Frank Sinatra is? And right. I was like, That's how that I comparison's kind of funny, Frank Sinatra and 50 Cent, but... I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get where you're going. Shiesty with it. said, "Y'all weird for thinking that." He literally is just asking a question. I, I agree. Y'all weird. What do you mean? I didn't say it. Don't <laughs> don't put us together just because we do the same damn podcast and every other job. Uh, Morgan, twenty games in the King season. They're eleven and nine. You say it. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You, you've said this multiple times. You're not the only person in... You know, basketball discussion has said know. this, but 
20 games is kind of that mark where it's like, hey, do you have a good idea of what this team is? Do you feel like you have a good identity of who the Kings are at this point? Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, we can say that their identity is fast paced. We can say a lot of the cliche things or the generic things, yeah. I guess you could say for a lot of basketball te teams. But I think one of the most important things about this squad is that they have a foundation that they are building off of and growing off of every single game. You're seeing a different type of game after a loss, after a back-to-back, -back, after a really good win. You're seeing the way that they're actually learning how to play basketball differently and adjusting and responding to these games. And that's the type of basketball I've just been wanting to see in this organization for so long. And they're doing it as a team, as a complete team, from the second unit to the starters, doesn't matter who it is, to the coaching staff, everyone is on board and in tune with one another. They have a style of play. They do. You know what the Kings want to do. You know how they want to play. They want to share the ball. They want to push the pace. They want to make quick decisions. It's all stuff they said they wanted to do. They're doing it. They want to be better defensively. They're not great, but they've taken they're strides. Better. They, are yeah. not, they are not an absolute joke defensively. Still not good, but they, they're, they're doing more good things than they have in years. Yes. After 20 games, you look at this team and go, I can see him being competitive. And I think that's the biggest statement you can make. And the last thing I would say to this is they've handled adversity well. It's not just that they're 11 to 9. It's 11 to 9 after an 0 and 4 start. Yes. And they could have gotten buried early. They did not get buried. Even losing three in a row here, they had some moments where they played some great basketball during that three game losing skid. That's not good enough. And the response tonight was the type of response you expect. From a good team. That's it. No, that's exactly it. They're doing things that a good basketball team does in this league. And I'm not saying great basketball team. I'm not saying playoff basketball team. I'm just saying a good basketball team. And the way that you just brought up adversity. And the fact that they understand how to still play with that same identity of basketball team basketball when times are tough to not go iso because you know what i love is that someone's going to keep them accountable if they pull that shit and that's mike brown they don't get that they don't get to do those things they don't get to make those mistakes a whole bunch of different times they're going to learn right away and it's going to be that next man up mentality i think the other thing is this team likes each other they like playing yes. with each other it's not just that they like each other off the court but they like each other off the court and they like playing with one another and there's a trust that was built. There's a trust offensively, but I think you're seeing, I believe you're seeing better stretches of good defense over the last 10 games mm -hmm. than you have seen. Like it is lit. I don't think there have been step backs. There have been moments in a game that have been step backs, but oh, yeah. overall there've been more step forwards for this team. And I think that says a lot. Yeah. And you just going off of the trust really quick too, because you're exactly right. When they work their ass off on the defensive end and you see those effort plays, you see guys just making the perfect moves to be in help, to close out all the little fundamental things defensively, but then on the other end of the floor, 
they're getting their touches. Yeah. They're trusting that their teammates are going to find them on an open back door or that the ball is going to touch everyone's hands. That synergy right there can just elevate you to a whole different level as a basketball team. Uh, someone in the chat was asking if we talked about the defense. We did talk about the defense. Gave Sabonis Law love in that area, too. And Davion, Fox. Like, it was a great... It's probably their best defensive game this year. Uh, Star HG says they're, great, they're a great basketball team when hitting shots. Yeah, most teams are a great basketball team when they hit shots. I mean, they're getting great looks, too. And they have good shooting. I, I don't think it's fluky. I think, to your point, they do need to find ways to win... When the shot's not falling. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the thing. You saw signs of it in the Atlanta game where they went ice cold, but then they held them to 18 points. But you, you've you got to take care of the ball and play better basketball, too. You have to play smart offensive basketball. If you're missing shots, you can't be turning the ball over. No, and that was the second night of a back-to-back, -back, right? That was yeah. the fatigue factor kicking in. And, like, you could just even see it mentally, too. They weren't making the extra pass. They weren't making the right plays. They were being indecisive. Uh, also in the chat, Patsky said, completely agree with you, Mo. Deuce bullies, sad fat face. Aww. Just so you know, I'm and joke more until the Patsky. I'm okay, joking. okay. He is it's joking. A show. We're, I, we're just it's a show. It's I, not that serious. I promise you it's Patsky. not that serious. And that when I do tell Deuce that he is an ageist and or a bully, he would ask me later if I really felt like that, and I would say no. Thank you. But I do believe you need to be nicer to people when they say ask a question about 50 or someone says lit or dope James or Ham, anything. James no. Ham is and a he, friend. I will make fun of him. I know you will. And I'm going to stick up for him as well. Well, let's go to, I can't believe this person is here, Morgan. Oh. For the first time this season after 20 games. Yeah. Willard the orphan is here on night chat. Oh my God. Will, Willard, is that oh. you? Oh, um, oh, Dawson Morgan, can you hear me? We, yeah. yeah. Where, where are you? Where have oh. you been? Oh, 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 so, oh, I got a little carried away tonight, I did. Oh, I was so happy to see the Kings win, sir, that, oh, Master Deuce, I, I wanted to see the beam no. myself, sir. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 did you look in the, oh, you oh, went sir, up directly I, into the beam? I climbed up to the top of the golden one center because <laughs> I didn't want to miss it, sir. And I peered over the side and, oh, I, I haven't been able to see for the last few hours. So I, I think I may have blinded myself. Where are you now? Well, uh, I'm traveling through the sewers, sir, as I always do. Wait, wait, wait. If you can't see, how the hell did you get down from the top of the arena? Oh, um, that I just fell, Miss Morgan. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I travel around the sewers, see, and I'm going back home to me, my makeshift home in Arco Arena. But, oh, Boy, was it great to see the Kings win. I, I just, oh, if I just had one wish for Santa Claus this year, sir, yeah. I do wish I could see the beam. Uh, well, you saw you, it you tonight. Did. You did see it. Oh, you well, eyesight. I, I think I, I, I really don't, maybe I saw it for a split second, sir, but really I, I haven't seen much since then. You know, I think I wish I could see the beam. I wish I, I wish I could see the beam because last year Santa, Santa wasn't so nice to me, sir. So Last year during Christmas, I got washed down the gutter. Um, oh, God. The year before that, um, year before that, Master Deuce, I, I fell no. asleep and a, a crow landed on me and he died on me, sir. No, <laughs> no, that's, that's true. Okay, uh, but the, the year before that on a year before that on Christmas, uh, I got the plague, sir. Uh, bubonic plague. No, you're still oh, here no. though. But Willard, you're uh, still here. You're like a king fan. See the beam. Yeah. Um. Wow. Did you watch the game tonight? Have you been watching the team? Oh, I sure did, sir. 
Oh, that Halliburton to come back here and and not even have a proper number on his chest, sir. The number zero, the disrespect he shows our kings. <laughs> That's a great point. You bring something different. Absolutely, sir. Oh, boy, is it fantastic to see the kings win, sir. I only wish I could see that beam. I only wish... Oh! Oh, ah! Well, running into the wall here, so I can't see it anymore. Oh, well, there, go get some rest, maybe some medical attention, and Did keep your eyes closed for yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. huh? Yes, and uh, Master Deuce, uh, uh, are you going to take me to the Kings game like you you promised me, sir? I, promise? That was not a promise. I, 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 are you going to buy me a piece of pizza like you do? Miss Coach Nick, sir? Oh, uh, he knows Coach Nick. Maybe I'll give you a little piece of Nick's pizza. Oh. That would be the best meal I had in years. <laughs> All right, I better get back to finding my way through the sewers of Sacramento. Uh, see you, Willard. Bye, Willard. All right, bye. Oh, there's Willard. <laughs> he blinded himself and then fell off the arena. So stupid. He looks straight to the light. You can't look right to the beam. So stupid. You never look into the beam. Willard the orphan. <laughs> Why does he call you that? Oh. oh, man. Wow, people love Willard. This man is a legend. Why wouldn't you love Willard? Uh, if you're in the chat, make sure to hit the thumbs up and subscribe. Uh, let's go to Logan. Hello, Logan. Hello, Deuce. How Hi. you doing? We, we're great. How are you? Morgan's here, too. I'm doing great after that win, baby. Yeah? Um, I just wanted to clear up um, the original message I sent with money from that you read off today was from last game on Twitter when I accidentally sparked a feud between you and a troll. So I was just <laughs> apologizing for that because I did not know what I was getting myself into. Oh, you're good, man. You're all good, man. What do you like about the game tonight? Um, What I like about the game tonight? Uh, pretty much everything. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's always nice when you see, like, uh, pretty much, I mean, pretty much everything. I mean, but it's nice when you see, like, other, you know, other people aren't, aren't playing great and the teammates around them were – like last year, no teammates were stepping up, making up for other people and making shots. But literally anyone on any night on this team could go out there and drop like 30 and just take over the game, which is good to see. But um, not to be a negative Nancy or anything. Oh, no. We, but we one like... thing I wanted to bring up that all my buddies. Go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I, I prefer Deucey Downer than negative Nancy, but it's fine. Go ahead. Okay, okay. All my buddies were texting me, like eight, and my uncle texted me, and we were shaking our, our heads. But at the beginning of the uh, game, we were watching the pregame show, and they're like talking over, like Kenny and Kyle were talking over who won the trade or whatever. And we were shaking our heads because they were going over, like, oh, yeah, the Pacers got Tyrese and Buddy. And then they started talking that the Kings got DeMontis and Trey Lyles from mm. the Pacers. And I was just like, oh, my God. And they talk about for like five minutes about how they got Trey Lyles from the Pacers, and we were just all shaking our heads. Well, mis 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 mistakes that, happen. It, it happens. Right. Honestly, you know, it's it happens in broadcasting. Won't be the first time no, I make yeah, mistakes I too, I just, but I hear you. Well, hey Logan, thanks for checking in, and thanks for just randomly pointing out people's mistakes. <laughs> well, no, I was just I I didn't know if that was true or not, and then no, my buddy it's, it's I didn't good. keep yeah, up on the curve. Yeah, no, right. I I hear you. Well, I appreciate you checking in, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. But I just want to 
syrup. I didn't mean to start. Oh, no, you're, oh, you're, you're, you're fine. Good. You're, good. you're fine, you're Logan. You're good. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Thanks, so, thanks guys. Yep, Bye. What a sweetheart. I'm uh, going back to his point though. Yeah. Like that that is one thing you've noticed throughout the season. It does seem like the Kings do have many guys that. Hey, if Fox or Sabonis aren't giving you what you need, or even like a Harrison Barnes, you know, Terrence Davis comes in and drops 30-plus against the Nets. You know, Malik Monk, tonight in the pregame, Mike Brown's first thing he said tonight, because he saw some national media in the house, Mm -hmm. was that Malik Monk should be in the running for sixth man of the year. A little early for that conversation, but, I mean, when you talk about some of those candidates, there's two of them who played tonight. And that was Ben Matherin, who's a rookie. Mm-hmm. And then Malik Monk. And then I would say Malcolm Brogdon with the Boston Absolutely. Celtics. He's been tremendous for them. But Malik Monk has had such an impact on this team, probably more so than I thought he would have. I mean, I knew he was going to be a nice player, but he's been really, really significant just with the juice he brings to the game. I agree. I agree. He he helped with that identity that we keep talking about for this Sacramento Kings team. And he's someone that you're able to rely on more with that high energy that he plays with than it has been chaotic and out of control, right? Like there's been those moments, absolutely. But for the most part, it's been very positive. He's made an impact on this team every time he comes off the bench. Okay, I thought you were going to keep going there. I was just typing something while you talked. But oh, okay. Um, I'm just joking, Morgan. Why'd you look at me like this that? This guy. What? The Kings won, you know. I know, it was great. Be a little nicer to people. Uh, let's go next. Check in with our guy, Will Z. What's up, Will Z? Hey, Deuce and Mo. How are you guys tonight? Great. How are you, man? Good. Um, just still feeling good about the game. That was fun tonight. Yeah. Like that. Every game that I've been to this year has been so fun to be at, and it's just been such a nice change in that aspect. Yeah, and I mean, you just think about the last couple of years. One, they've just been bad, but you had the year, you know, where the season ended early, you had the bubble, then you had the season with COVID. I was thinking about that with Tyrese, right? Like, his rookie year pretty much did not play in front of fans, Mm -mm. right? You had cardboard cutouts, Mm -hmm. and late in the year, you had maybe a couple of thousand. And then even at the start of last year, like last year at this time, heavy restrictions were still in place. So, you know, I I think there's obviously an itch to just be back at games, and there's just an extra energy there too. But now this team is playing a pretty fun style of basketball. I think the community has really bought into how this team has started the year, the beam, it's just pretty cool vibes. Yeah, and I think, too, you got, it's just like what we were saying. When you have a team where everyone seems like they like each other, sure, there could be relationships where they just get along on the floor and it's like it doesn't matter off the floor for them, What, whatever. It doesn't matter. We all have this vibe that everyone likes each other from the coaching staff to the players to everyone in the organization and then to a whole bunch of Kings fans. My brother was there tonight and he was just talking about how like no one was even like saying hi. They're just all strangers high-fiving, cheering, hugging. It's so cool that everyone feels that community vibe right now. And it's not just because of the winning, like we're saying. It's also because of how this team is playing. Yeah, and with that, two things that stood out to me tonight from the numbers. Uh, Deuce, I think you hit on them both. 
Um, but the pace tonight, so tonight's pace was the fastest pace of any game in the NBA this year, wow. 114. So they literally just got out and ran tonight. Um, and the Pacers are a good fast break team too. Um, so to win 31 to I think eight is just so impressive to me. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought the King, I mean, obviously the Pacers did miss some shots tonight. I mean, they did not shoot the ball well at all. I just thought the Kings did a great job at making Halliburton uncomfortable too. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was, a, it was an impressive outing and I was eager to see how they were going to respond tonight. And the reason I thought Sacramento was going to win this game is nothing against Indiana. I just think they're not as good as their record. They're, like, you play the games are on your schedule. They've had a pretty solid schedule that has benefited them. They've had some nice play. I'm really high on their future. I just don't think they're there quite yet as a team. I, I think that's that's a fair analysis, but, like, at the same time, they are winning these games, and it's not yeah, no, easy I'm to not... win in the NBA. No, no, and I know, and I'm just more, I'm more pushing back a little bit, but at the same time, I'm not saying you're wrong because I agree with that a lot. I think because of their youth, because of um, where they are and what they're doing is, is Miles Turner even going to be a part of that future, right? right? right. Like he's so open when talking about possibly being in another city. So their, their identity can completely change as a team, but yeah, they're going to keep growing together and things look good for them. Yeah, it'll be fun to see where they with uh, where they end up. And then one last thing before I let you guys go for the numbers. Um, Deuce, you said it felt like it was the Kings' best defensive game of the year, and it literally was. Uh, it was their lowest defensive rating, exactly 100 points. Uh, so their best defensive game yeah. of the year by defensive rating. I'm telling you, and, it, and you know the numbers show it, but I, I just the look of it, they're, they're having more defensive moments that you can point to and go Mm -hmm. there's some growth here and you know you you start at the beginning of the season where they were getting crushed in transition that's gone a lot better um I I think I've seen better moments you know the Atlanta game you talk about the Memphis game they had moments against Boston at stretches where oh okay you kind of see it against Phoenix there were some nice moments nice moments only get you so far you have to build on it and become a consistent team especially Mm -hmm. if you want to get to that next level as a team but for a team who has been so bad for the better part of 15 years to see some growth and to see also, it's just a natural thing when you're with a new staff and you're learning a scheme, you're learning each other, right? Like it takes time. The biggest thing you got to be communicate. You've got to be engaged on stuff. Defense isn't easy and it's not easy when you don't necessarily have a whole bunch of like lockdown defensive players. You're going to rely on being a, good team defensive that's it and that's relying team. on five guys yeah d- relying good, on a good yeah. defensive team team defense team yeah. oh yeah I, you know well yeah, yeah i get yeah. what you're saying third turnover of the the pod of the day um yeah that's that's it it's it's pretty cool that they can go that direction and that they don't have to look at their squad and be like okay we have to get a whole bunch of two-way guys to make it in the nba that would be great but it's not like there's just a whole bunch lying around, right? It's sometimes you got to figure out with what you have. And if you have high IQ players, if you have guys that are willing and wanting to play for one another, that's when you're going to start building the type of team defense that we're seeing from the Sacramento Kings when it's good. It just seems like the little things are starting to add up 
and they're getting just not super noticeable if you're not looking super hard, but like taking charges. Um, have you guys noticed that those have gone way up in the last few games? Yeah, absolutely. So all those little additions by the end of the year, it's going to be fun. Mm. Will Z, uh, go ahead one more. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say appreciate you guys. I'll let you get to other callers um, and have a good night. Appreciate Thanks, it, man. Will. Will Z, check out Will Z stats on uh, Such Twitter. Such good stuff. Great guy. Awesome guy. And uh, congratulations to him and his wife. Yeah, having a baby, right? That's huge. They they conceived it under the beam. Is that con- <laughs> Will Z? Is that con- <laughs> I'm kidding? Uh, we should mention that tonight's night chat presented by T.R. Reagan. Congratulations to her. Her book, surprise, surprise, it's out now. It dropped early. It came out yesterday. Yep. Officially. It wasn't supposed to come out. Amazon's like, we need to get this out in time for the holiday season. The deuce bags and morons want the book. We need to release it today. Yeah, such a beautiful family. Uh, just was released this week. And Hold on, Morgan. What? Let me just sell this for a second. Oh. So people understand. Okay. Such a beautiful family. Sounds yeah. like, oh, that's going to be like a cute story. No. Maybe I read to the kids. No, 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 no. Buckle up. Yeah. It's going to be a ride and a half. Her mom writes some crazy-ass books. What's cool about her mom, she tried to get her books published for years and years and years. And then she goes, you know what? I'm going to self-publish. I get, I get keep getting turned down by the big publishers. I'm going to self-publish. And it worked out quite well. She's been at the top of the Amazon charts. She's been a New York Times bestselling author. She's got a new book out. And if you like thrillers, you like darkness, they're based in Sacramento. You got to check it out. And then she begged to be one of our sponsors after she saw uh, the connection that we were making with Sacramento. And all of her books are pretty much based out of Sacramento. So if you like really being creeped out and you want to sleep with one eye open, make sure to check out her books. Go to trreagan.com or you can search on Amazon TR Reagan. Also, we should mention that uh, we've got merch. We've got new merch. And I think we have some more to come. We're oh, on some stuff. we've got new merch. We've got more to come. But we also do have more discounts yeah. coming up because it's the holiday season. So we like to sprinkle those in. So make sure that you guys are catching those discounts and having some stocking stuffers. Yep. We've got do some more stickers. We've got new logos. We've got the OG logos. We've got night chat, night chat shirts and hoodies and crew necks and long sleeve. It's all at deuceandmo.com. Click on merch deuceandmo.com. We appreciate everyone's support of the podcast. Thanks. Um, well, it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't check in with Nick. No Nick way. is here. Tonight. Hi, Ducemo. Hi. How are you today? I'm oh. good, Nick. Before I share your face, I do want to show a picture that I saw on social media. I was not tagged in it, but I did come across this. Um, there was a little kid taking a picture with Monty McNair. And, of course, look who decided to photobomb it. Coach Nick. Coach Nick. He's just in the background. It looks like Monty McNair is taking a picture. Greg, who we, we've seen him and his son, uh-huh. like Freddie at games. So, Monty McNair, the King's General, I'm taking a picture with Freddie. It's clear that it's the, their picture, right? Yeah. But Nick somehow is in the background of this picture. Yeah. Nick, can you explain? <laughs> I what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, Nick? What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was in the background because I was on the court doing. Um, I was down. I was down with at the event level because tonight I was doing event. Uh, antibodies were going to my credit union. Okay. 
Well, what is on and your face, bro? Do you, do you eat powdered donuts? What's on your face? How is there every... You have something on your face all the time. It's his bit. Oh, my God. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it did, did oh. nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I had to be the picture, okay? Why Why do you have to be in the picture? That was someone else's picture. You just went in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick. Okay. Anyway, uh, you were at the game tonight, obviously. Um, what, what did you like about... Tonight's Kings win. I was so excited when the Kings beat the Indiana Pagers. And I was so excited because I got to see them light the beam. Hey, light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Why not light the beam? Why not light the beam? Yeah, yeah, okay. Good job, Nick. Hey, we did light the beam. And guess what? I got my... Oh. Why not shirt on? I love it. Why not? Yeah, we see it. Yep, we see it. We, see it. <laughs> we do see it. The why, oh, yeah. why not wear the shirt today? Why not wear the shirt? Oh, did you? Did you? Was it cool to see Tyrese and a buddy tonight? Yes, it was. But yeah, we still won. And hey, why not go on the road and beat the Clippers on Saturday, and you come back home on Sunday and play against the Bulls? Why not beat the Bulls? Why you, not beat the Clippers on Saturday? You want to go back-to-back wins? I want to go back-to-back wins because the Clippers lost tonight against the Utah Jazz. They did, yeah. And they, 125 to 112. Paul George has been hurt. Kawhi Leonard's been hurt. Not sure if those guys are going to play. So we have a chance to beat the Clippers on Saturday. Why not beat the Clippers Saturday? Why not? I, I love right, that. Nick, uh, what's your message to the team after tonight? I do have to say to go out there and play your defense on Saturday and mm-hmm. let's get out there. And, hey, why not? And I do have to say the Stockton Kings also play on Friday. That means Morgan and Deuce will be in Stockton. Yes, we yeah, will, yeah. Nick. Thanks for the uh, will schedule. Will be down there Saturday too? Well, yeah, we'll give that update in just a second. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out we'll to, uh, shout out to yeah. one of our Stockton Kings players that was on it. Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Who? Yeah, I can't remember who the player was. <laughs> Tonight? No, it was like it was a couple of games okay. ago. Oh, got it, okay. got it. All okay. right. Well, uh, Nick, sleep dreams, all right. Hey, let's hope the starting Kings win. Uh, do you have any I, I did ask Deuce if he could buy me a pizza and he said and I said, Can you buy can somebody buy me a pizza on Discord? And he, and Deuce said Hell no. Yep. <laughs> You're damn right. Uh, um, Nick, I'll see if I can get you tickets for that game. I think I can, actually. I forgot my buddy with the Stockton Kings was going to say that we have tickets that we can give away. Yes. I'll so, bring poker this time. Okay. All right. Well, sleep dreams. All right. We'll figure that out. Hey, why not? Why not? Why right, not? Sleep dreams. There's Bye, Nick, Nick checking in. We appreciate Nick checking in tonight chat we should mention this real fast so what? with the weird schedule the kings play at uh, he's the best by the way i love how much the chat loves him too so cute you guys are the best for supporting nick um so saturday king's next game they play at 1 p.m against the clippers so mm-hmm. typically we go on a couple of hours after the game to talk about it that day would technically be like an afternoon chat we're not doing anything until that night so my grandma's funeral is that day uh 
I'm going to be able to watch the game, but the funeral is kind of at an odd time in late afternoon. So going to my grandma's funeral, and then we're driving down to Stockton for a Stockton Kings game, and then we'll come back to Sacramento to do night chat after a Kings Clippers game. I know it's going to be like nine hours after the game. Just know we're going to be on that night to talk about it. And then the Kings play the next day at home against the Bulls. And then yeah. we're back to normal. But yeah, it's kind of a weird day. Grandma's funeral that day. Kings, grandma's funeral, Kings, <sighs> night chat. Yeah. That's basically the schedule for Saturday. So yeah, it's going to be rough. And you, you man, like take it easy on that brain of yours, huh? I'm trying. I mean, we're literally <laughs> calling a game after your grandma's funeral. Yeah, I mean, she's been dead for a month. Okay. Know? I mean, well, when it's you still, put it's it like that, it is going to be, be an emotional. Emotion. It's going to be an emotional day for it sure. It will be. For sure. But, you know, we got to keep going, man. Hey, Judy would want that. Yeah. She'd be like, go call that game. You're going to make me cry. Don't right be now. a wuss. No more. No, I can't cry right now. I just went over to her house last night to grab a whole bunch of pictures because I have to do like a little montage slideshow oh, yeah. video thing for the, the service on the Saturday. But yeah. Anyway, that night we're not going to be on until um, late that night. Yeah, a lot of Kings basketball this weekend for I'm us. I'm just, I'm just so. I know this, this may Ooh, sound mean. What? No, it's not that. What are you going to be mean about? No, I, I don't want it to come across this way. I am just really looking forward to that day being over. Oh, that doesn't it's come just, off. It, it's been like this last month has been like super emotional. Going to her house, dealing with stuff, a lot of like yeah. family things, and it's just heavy. And I'm just ready to. Oh, and my that's like fine. my my dad's gonna be there, oh. which that's another layer of. Ugh. Yeah. So, Kings win. <laughs> yeah, at least we get to focus on the good stuff right now. Um, Nick, I'm gonna make sure you get tickets. We we I'm reading this text I got about this uh, for the upcoming games this weekend. Going to share with you four tickets on the floor level to each game to give away. Whoa. Just need their name and email address to share with them. Okay. Wow. Maybe, maybe I'll, I don't know how we're going to do that. How are we going to get I the think we'll, away? we'll have to do it over social media. So we're going to do it on social a... media. Heads up. We'll be giving away some tickets to Friday's Stockton Kings game against Santa Cruz. And then Saturday's, uh, Stockton Kings game against Santa Cruz. Both are 7 p.m. tip-offs in Stockton. A chance to see Keon Ellis, who's been outstanding. Namias yeah. Kata, see his development. Chima Moneki's been playing for them. DJ Stewart's a nice young talented guard. So I think it's a it's a good opportunity to come out and see some fun players. It's fun, especially when you get good tickets like this. Yeah. It's just um it's just a different perspective. You can get your tickets at stockingkings.com. Uh, let's go next to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. I almost forgot about you. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. Um, I have a serious question to ask you guys. Oh, oh no. Is it too soon to put up a Monty McNair statue uh. in Golden One in front of Golden One Center? Too soon. Yeah, it's just I'm trying to figure out where you put it. Like, do you put it next? Oh, do you stop. Put- both you, of you. Do you put it next to Mike Brown's? Like, or do you <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> no, I mean. Put yeah. it up towards the beam. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, Monty McNair I mean, in his front office. It's incredible what he's done. No, he, he's done a really good job. Um, and it's, he took over a situation that had a lot of work to do. And, you know, I think the Halliburton trade is one that we're going to be looking at for years to see how it kind of plays out. But, you know, even if you take a step back with that, he drafted Halliburton. 
Yeah. A lot of teams passed on Tyrese Halliburton. He drafted Halliburton and he got that asset and then he turned it into a guy who has had a tremendous impact on the on, on the Kings. And Halliburton is going to be an amazing player. Sometimes I dread how good he is going to be in the I league. Know. But I also understand the thinking of why the deal was made. But what he accomplished this offseason, adding Malik Monk. Kevin Herter trade. And just landing Mike Brown. All I think that was the yep. most important move he made. Agreed. Agreed. So no, so no statue quite yet. That's what I think too. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think too, it's like, <laughs> no, it's, I, it's, I was just being like kind of a troll, but <laughs> I know, no, I know. And I, and I think, you know, sometimes we joke about it, but also sometimes we get really excited about these accomplishments and it just depends on for some people, what, what they define as a successful season. Like for me, from the start of the season, it was never going to be what I saw in the win-loss column. It was going to be the style, the type of basketball, the the foundation being built. All those things were going to define how I looked at this season. Where for some, it was like, no, playoffs are bust, and that's how you know it's a good season. So it just depends on um, how you may look at the season. Yeah, well, I just love that, you know, like the Mike Brown things that you guys like talk on so much. It's he went through the proper uh, coaching search. Like he did his interviews, he did all of that stuff. So it was just refreshing to see that whole process and like him getting the guy and then just seeing how it's playing out over the season so far. Like just his coaching, they showed it on the pregame, I believe, with the Terrence Davis thing. Like he brought him onto the court, was doing a teaching moment, and then the next play, he literally drew an offensive foul. Like that is just like basketball textbook, like at its finest. And it's just like, I said that backwards, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so, it's so nice to see. Like, I love it. Like, I've just, I played basketball for many years. So just watching it now, it's just like, and it's fun and exciting again. Like, it's just going to be such a good season going forward. Even if we lose, like the losses are still, like, obviously we don't take, you know, the losses or whatever, like, you know, as wins, but it's just, we still are in these games and competitive. So it's just super nice and refreshing to see. You've had two double digit losses in yep. 20 games. They've been competitive. They've been fun. It's It feels good right now for the Kings. And just like they mentioned about the whole teaching moments and learning and growing from each game, from each win, from each loss, that's what you really can get excited about too. Exactly. You know, and it's nice to see too, like even the team or the games that we've been kind of blown out necessarily, like we're just missing shots in those games. Like a couple of, you know, different shooting going that way. Like we're in those games, you know, to the end. So yeah, it's just fun basketball. I just, I love seeing the ball move. Like it's just super exciting to be a Kings fan right now. So I hope this continues. Enjoy the ride. I appreciate you checking in as always. Yeah. Thanks guys. All right. See Bye. you. Bye. Yeah. And I think in that Boston game, they did not handle Boston switching well at all. Then they saw some switching against Phoenix. They handled it a lot better. I mean, you know, look at that adjustment, man. That's and that's awesome. a quick one. That's yeah. like next game. Okay, you adjust. So I, I love I love seeing that, you know, and you hope that growth continues. They continue to learn and just get build better chemistry and improve on things. They're gonna have to make some roster moves. And McNair has shown that his front office is aggressive. So I anticipate if there's a move to be made, it would be made. Yeah, I, I think it's looked really good. And I'm I'm beyond encouraged by how they have played, you know, it's, it's been, and they've had just fun games. How many times do you turn on a Kings game? Even if you're not, <sighs> even if you're not a Kings fan, and we have a lot of non Kings fans who check out our podcast. Appreciate you. Let me address that in a second. But, um, 
they're just entertaining. They're, it, they, it seems like they play close games. Yep. They play a fun style. It's chaotic. They've got shooting. You've got Sabonis, Fox. Monk comes in. It's a fun brand of basketball. If I looked at my notes of games from last year compared to this oh. year and just how depressing they were to this year, instead of having like a good uh, analysis in my note, it's I have an effing Saboner and then I talk about the play <laughs> that just happened. That's literally my notes uh, this year. And I'm just because I'm having fun and it's my notes and nobody's seen them, even though I just talked about it. Um. Uh, a lot of people saying that when's Monty getting a, an extension? When's that happening? Yeah, I think it's going to happen soon. I would not be surprised if it happens soon. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. It, especially with how things are going. I'm sure something would be worked out. Um, one thing I was going to say, just not only the non in, uh, non Kings fans, but everyone who checks out our podcast, it's like the year uh, time of the year where Spotify starts doing like, Hey, what do you most listen to about yeah. podcast wise? Thanks to everyone who's like tagging us and that stuff. And thanks to everyone who watches us live after every game. You know, during some of the win losing streaks, it can get kind of weird at times. But we appreciate people who are in this community who continue to watch us after every game, whether they're here live. Like, it's insane that it is midnight. It's now Thursday. Kings just won a game. And here we are talking uh. with a huge group of people live right now. It just speaks to the passion of this fan base. And why basketball is an awesome sport. It's so true. thank you. Thank you. Because I even have couples that will reach out to me and say, hey, we we watch as we go to bed. Like, we, we're just so entertained by it. And we enjoy the community. And I just, those compliments mean so much to us. And just because we do want to grind, we do want to grow as a podcast, but also as a community. So thank you for making this such a great space for everyone. We, we do have an update. Oh. Do you realize that? No, what? It's after midnight. Which means what? I'd like to welcome everyone watching us live right now. Oh. It's December. Oh, that's my jam. <laughs> I was telling Morgan the other day, not kidding you. I was uh. driving around Midtown Sacramento doing some errands. What do I have on my Spotify blasting? Home Alone. Home Alone soundtrack. Or. No. There's no words. It's just an orchestra. No, there's Don't words ruin here. it. No. I need to go watch them all. <laughs> uh, what is up, Boise? Welcome in tonight, chat, Boise. Boise. Okay. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah. We, we got you, man. Welcome to December. December. Well, well, happy December, Deuce. Thank you. I just gotta say one thing. I think this is like the biggest win in like the last, I don't know, like year or two. There's not many big games so we we'd have, but like. I don't know if we lost this game, we would have gone through it like tomorrow. Like Howie had a good game. If something like that would have happened. It would have been miserable tomorrow. So I'm just happy we won. I just wanted to say that. I'm like, it's just, it feels good. It feels good. Your point about if they lost tonight. Oh, yeah. God. It would have been, I, I can't even, I don't even want to picture it. We don't know? need to picture it. Now. I just, it would have been bad, right? Mm -hmm. If Halliburton had a monster night, Kings lose, they drop four in a row and then, 
Imagine night chat tonight. Oh, Imagine. My it. whole night would have been the worst thing ever. I, I spent the last like 24 hours mentally preparing for that moment just in case so uh-huh. I could handle what was going to go on in the chat and on Discord and on Twitter spaces. So I'm glad that th- that did not happen. Yeah, I try to prepare myself so I bet on the Halliburton over for points. So if he went off, I wouldn't be that upset. So that didn't go through, but the win was much better than the money. But yeah, that's all I got to say. How much did you bet? I don't know. I don't bet big. I bet like 20 bucks. Okay, that wasn't bad. I, if he was going to say a big this amount, I was going to do a laugh track on him. Oh my God. (laughs) Losing money is not funny. And gambling problem, reach out to like 1 800 Gambler, anyone? I know. It's like, it's a small thing, 20 bucks. Okay. All right. All righty. That's all I got to say. It's late and I got to do my homework. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Boise. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you checking in. All right. So next up, the Kings take on the Clippers. As Nick mentioned, the Clippers did play tonight. They lost to the Utah Jazz. So they are now. Uh, on the season, believe it or not, with everything that's gone on with them, they're 13 and 10, which just which is crazy just that like, they're come on, like really. Um, in their game tonight, they lost 125 112 to Utah. They started Reggie Jackson, Amir Coffey, Zubots, Morris, and Man. Oh, good. So Zubots isn't, um, like he just turned it back into a human and it's not yes. having a 29 and 30 game. Yeah, or whatever. He had a 30 point 29 rebound game. Huge. For, he's in my fantasy squad. So that oh. was a massive moment. There I you pay, go. Pay attention to Zubots. But as you notice, they're obviously a much different team right now. John Wall did play. Uh, he's been wow. kind of in and out of their lineup. He had 26 points off the bench, seven of 19 shooting. 0 of five from three, 12 of 13 from the line, but they lost to Utah tonight. Um, that's the thing with, the Clippers, I they're always a team that I'm concerned with, no matter who's in the lineup, just because Ty Lue. Ty Lue, and they just they just play the right way. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Kings saw them early in the season. That was the game where they missed a ton of free throws. A ton of free throws. Kawhi did not play in that game. Paul George did. Um, but yeah, a chance for Sacramento to try to Get another win on the road, which would be nice. And I think it's it's a winnable game. I mean, it's a weird start time, one o'clock, but you you've got some chances here over the next few to 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 get it together. Um, yeah, and especially if there is no Kawhi, no yeah. Paul George, uh, which it looks like that's what it will be. It's you you gotta come in knowing that you're playing a smart, aggressive team, but they have their own breakdowns, they have their flaws, and you gotta capitalize on those. And then after that, they're at home against the Chicago Bulls. They were in action tonight. They lost to the Phoenix Suns, one thirty-two to one thirteen. So Damn. the Bulls are nine and twelve on the season. Devin Booker tonight had fifty-one points through three quarters. Morgan Devin Booker missed five shots tonight. He was twenty of twenty-five shooting, six of seven from three. Absolutely incredible. I mean, just look at the magic that we watched from him the other night Damn. on the Kings floor, even with. Davion Mitchell all up in his grill trying to disrupt his game. Obviously, you know, he even had the size advantages at times taking the shot over him. But you look at a game like tonight, dropping 51, shooting like that. Yeah. Just amazing. I, for the Kings, I think the next two are winnable. And hopefully you can win the next two because then the road trip comes and it's not going to be easy. The road's never easy in general, but they go at Milwaukee, at Cleveland, at the Knicks, at Philly, at Toronto, at Detroit, a six-game road trip, Morgan. 
that takes you up until um, your home December 19th. Another test. We said, I mean, we said tonight going into tonight's game, hey, it's going to be an emotional one. It's a yeah. test for the Kings, especially when they want to have this bounce back. They responded well. What is this type of road trip going to be for them? What type a of test is it going to be? Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if they're banged up and Middleton's not playing. They're good. I feel like Milwaukee destroys the Kings every time they've played them in recent years. Giannis is just unbelievable, obviously. Then Cleveland, you got him once. Right? They're not going to forget about that. Yeah. Now you're on their home floor. We know they're a talented team. Okay, the Knicks, they've been up and down. Philly and Bede's back now. So that's obviously an issue. And then you've got Toronto. They just got Siakam back. They still have a team yeah. that can be damaging. And then the Pistons. So Yeah. Woo! No, it's, Woo! I mean, it's tough. I, I I watched the end of the Milwaukee Knicks game tonight, and it ended up being a really close one for them. So, um, you know, everything... Everything is doable in this league, especially if you just capitalize on a team's flaws. But if they're playing perfect basketball and they're a good team, you better up your game. A shout out to Emmanuel, who just donated 10 bucks, saying, like the bean. Like the bean. Like, like the, the bean. bean. Like the bean. Like we're going to like the bean, and we're going to light the beam, too, if that's okay. Appreciate you, though. Um, seriously, we can't thank everyone enough for supporting us. We appreciate you guys being here. Again, we'll be on Saturday night, late night, to talk Kings Clippers. Make sure to spread the word about our podcast. Tell everybody you know about our YouTube channel. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe. We love you guys so, so, so much, but we got to go. You're all badass for being here, and hey, happy deuce December. Oh, yes. Have a good night, everyone. Do, See ya. Do, do, do. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.